Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Harriet, and I will be your reader today, this Friday, the 4th of February, or the 3rd of Adar 1. We are in a week where the parasha is called Truma, and that means heave offering. And a portion from the Torah today is Exodus chapter 27, verse 1 through verse 8. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And now the portion from the Torah. You shall make the altar of acacia wood, five cubits long and five cubits wide. The altar shall be square, its height shall be three cubits. You shall make its horns on its four corners. Its horns shall be of one piece with it. You shall overlay it with bronze. You shall make its pots to take away its ashes, and its shovels, its basins, its forks, and its firepans. You shall make all its vessels of bronze. You shall make a grating for it of network of bronze. On the net you shall make four bronze rings in its four corners. You shall put it under the ledge around the altar beneath, that the net may reach halfway up the altar. You shall make poles for the altar, poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with bronze. Its poles shall be put into the ring, and the poles shall be on the two sides of the altar when carrying it. You shall make it hollow with planks. They shall make it as it has been shown you on the mountain. That was Exodus or Shemot 27, 1 through 8. Now we have our portion from the prophets, which today is 1 Kings or Malachim chapter 21. And it came to pass after these things that Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard, which was in Yisrael, next to the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. Ahab spoke to Naboth, saying, Give me your vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near my house, and I will give you for it a better vineyard than it. Or if it seems good to you, I will give you its worth in money. Nabat said to Ahab, May the Lord forbid me that I should give the inheritance of my fathers to you. And Ahab came into his house, sullen and angry because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken to him. For he had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. He laid himself down on his bed and turned away his face and would eat no bread. But Isabel, his wife, came to him and said to him, Why is your spirit so sad that you eat no bread? He said to her, Because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite and said to him, Give me your vineyard for money or else, if it pleases you, I will give you another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give you my vineyard. Isabel, his wife, said to him, 
Do you not govern the kingdom of Israel? Arise and eat bread, and let your heart be joyful. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name, and sealed them with his seal, and sent the letters to the elders and to the nobles who were in his city, who lived in Naboth. And she wrote in the letters, saying, Proclaim a fast, and set Naboth on a high among the people. Set two men, wicked fellows, before him, and let them testify against him, saying, You cursed God and the king. Then carry him out and stone him to death. The men of his city, even the elders and the nobles who lived in his city, did as Isabel had instructed them in the letters which she had written and sent to them. They proclaimed a fast and set Naboth on high among the people. The two men, the wicked fellows, came in and sat before him. And the wicked fellows testified against him, even against Naboth in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth cursed God and the king. Then they carried him out of the city and stoned him to death with stones. Then they sent to Isabel, saying, Naboth has been stoned and is dead. When Isabel heard that Naboth had been stoned and was dead, she said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he refused to give you for money, for Naboth is not alive but dead. When Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, Ahab rose up to go to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite to take possession of it. Then the word of the Lord came to Eliyahu the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, who dwells in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, where he has gone down to take possession of it. And you shall speak to him, saying, This is what the Lord says. Have you killed and also taken possession? You shall speak to him, saying, This is what the Lord says. In the place where dogs licked the blood of Naboth, dogs will lick your blood, even yours. Ahab said to Eliyahu, Have you found me, my enemy? And he answered, I have found you, because you have sold yourself to do that which is evil in the sight of the Lord. Behold, I will bring evil on you, and will utterly sweep you away, and will cut off from Ahab every male in Israel, both bond and free. I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Baasha, the son of Ahiah, for the provocation with which you have provided, provoked me to anger, and have made Israel to sin. The Lord also spoke of Isabel, saying, The dogs will eat Isabel by the rampart of Jezreel. The dogs will eat he who dies of Ahab in the city, and the birds of the sky will eat he who dies in the field. But there was no one like Ahab who sold himself to do that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, whom Isabel his wife stirred up. He did very abominably in following idols, according to all that the Amorites did, whom the Lord cast out before the sons of Israel. So it was when Ahab heard those words that he tore his clothes and put sackcloth on his flesh and fasted, and lay in sackcloth and went softly. The word of the Lord came to Eliyahu the Tishbite, saying, Have you seen how Ahab has humbled himself before me? 
Because he humbles himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days, but I will bring the evil on his house in his son's days. That was First Kings chapter 21. And now the portion from the writings is today's Psalm 112. Hallelujah! Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his mitzvot. His offspring will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house. His righteousness endures forever. Light dawns in the darkness for the upright. Gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with a man who deals graciously and lends. He will maintain his cause in judgment. For he will never be shaken. The righteous will be remembered forever. He will not be afraid of evil news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in Hashem. His heart is established. He will not be afraid in the end when he sees his adversaries. He has dispersed. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted with honor. The wicked will see it and be grieved. He will gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked will perish. That was Psalm 112. And now our final portion from the Apostolic Writings is today. John or Yohanan, chapter 7, verse 1 through verse 24. After these things, Yeshua was walking in Galil, for he would not walk in Yehuda, because the Judeans sought to kill him. Now the Jewish feast of Sukkot was at hand. His brothers therefore said to him, Depart from here and go into Yehuda, that your disciples also may see your works which you do. For no one does anything in secret while he seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, reveal yourself to the world. For even his brothers did not believe in him. Then Yeshua said to them, My time has not yet come, but your time is always ready. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me, because I testify about it, that it works, its works are evil. You go up to the feast. I am not yet going up to the, this feast, because my time is not yet fulfilled. Having said these things to them, he stayed in Galilee. But when his brothers had gone up to the feast, then he also went up, not publicly, but as if it was in secret. The Judeans therefore sought him at the feast and said, Where is he? And there was much murmuring among the multitudes concerning him. Some said, He is a good man. Others said, Not so, but he leads the multitude astray. Yet no one spoke openly of him for fear of the Judeans. But when it was not now the middle of the feast, Yeshua went up into the temple and taught. The Judeans therefore marveled, saying, How does this man know letters, having never been educated? Yeshua therefore answered them and said, My teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. If anyone desires to do his will, he will know about the teaching, whether it is from God or if I am speaking from myself. 
He who speaks from himself seeks only his own glory, but he who speaks the glory of him who sent him is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Did not Moshe give you the Torah, and yet none of you keeps the Torah? Why do you seek to kill me? The multitude answered, You have a demon. Who seeks to kill you? Yeshua answered and said to them, I did one work, and you all marveled because of it. Because of this, Moshe has given you in circumcision, not that it is of Moshe, but of the fathers. And on Shabbat, you circumcise a man. If a man receives circumcision on Shabbat, that the Torah of Moshe may not be broken. Are you angry with me because I made a man completely healthy on Shabbat? Do not judge according to appearance, but judge righteous judgments. That was John or Yohanan 7, 1 through 24. If you are reading through the Apostolic Scriptures twice this year, you would also read now today 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 14 through 26. So that was all of our Scripture readings for today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you will have a blessed day with God and with His Word. Shalom, shalom from Yerushalayim. Until next time.